All right, welcome everyone to Joe Star All Stars, a podcast by four tasty cannibal nerds. Mm. For all of you tasty <laughs> cannibal nerds out there, as always, I'm Joey. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor. And today we're here to talk to you about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Window Goldio, episode 38, Gold Experience Requiem. We do a little JoJo's Bizarre Adventure watch along podcast. We watch each and every episode. And just Especially these ones. <laughs> Especially. <laughs> we take the good with ones. the bad. And we give every episode its due. God, Araki, you are something else. A mastermind. Christ. I just... The audacity of the this man. The fucking master. I, I knew it was coming, and I still wasn't prepared. <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- like, this is what left a sour taste in my mouth from this season. <laughs> I, you know, admittedly, I kind of like this episode. <laughs> if the flashback didn't take place right here... <laughs> <laughs> I don't any other point. Right, I don't mind a, like this little like I don't know twenty second long flashback. Cause I thought like, I had started the wrong episode. I thought I had yeah, started. We the start wrong. with a flashback. And so, like, like we had no context like, flashback too. The the last the last thing we saw in the last episode was the boss getting like like the shit smacked out of him, right? Yeah. yeah. Don't uh, worry. We immediately come to a flashback that is. Prior to all of the events of this season, yeah, uh, Araki is not pi- all of them. Araki is pioneering his uh, filler flashbacks. <laughs> we, 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 we don't this. need these post-shadowing flashbacks. It's, it's post-shadowing. Post-shadowing oh, is my favorite new word because it I will never be applicable to anything else. Any other, any media. In any timeline, we'll never need to use the word post-shadowing, and it's amazing, and I love Araki. I have been thinking about the word post-shadowing for two goddamn years, all right? Two years staying up thinking about that word, knowing knowing that I was going to come to this point, knowing exactly (laughs) when I was going to have to know what this meant. And I was not prepared. (laughs) There is nothing... Like, this is why we were okay with sort of spoiling this, because nothing anyone could have ever done would have prepared you for this decision or lucky made. (laughs) You don't do this. This this is not how you write something. One of the things Grant said about this was, man, I would really like these two episodes if they weren't literally the last two episodes in the show, right? right? It's like, it's incredible. This flashback... Right, that the whole thing from the very beginning that where we start at the beginning of this episode to the end of the actual flashback, every portion of this flashback is the best written parts of Golden Wind. <laughs> like it's actually really good. Every bit of the dialogue, so everything, good. all of the characters do. It is the best written section of the entire part. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I have some questions <laughs> about some of the decisions the characters make here. I, and I also, 
was so mad when I watched these the first time. I was so angry. I had so much hate in my heart for these episodes because I wanted a good ending to my series, not we a got good last middle. Episode. Yeah, we got it last episode. This is no, just like, I don't know what this is. There's I know what no is, denouement to this fucking part. Like, <laughs> I, the I know last battle is. ends and then nothing fucking concludes. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> we have two episodes left to actually finish this part. We're going to burn it on this <laughs> flashback that has no significance whatsoever. No significance. Oh, it's, it's very like significant. Araki was looking through his notes, realized he had forgotten to put this in earlier, and was like, Fuck it, I'm shipping it anyway. (laughs) Send it. It's okay to just cut things. Like, it's fine. You didn't have to use this content. Edit a Rocky? How dare you? (laughs) My watch through of this, it's like a beam of light came down and a light bulb went off on my head. And Uh I understood what happened here. Oh, boy. Well, we're going to get into it, right? No, no, no. This is is what I'm positing to Mm y'all. We all knew. And Victor, for a long time, you were saying that Mista was the Polnareff of this season. And I was making a joke because Polnareff is the Polnareff of the season, right? <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yes. No, of course. you were right. Because only the Polnareff of the season would Iraqi subject to retconning it so that they were retroactively responsible for Abakio and Arachis' death. <laughs> <laughs> this is a character assassination <laughs> by Rocky on Mista <laughs> while he stares at the camera and writes down, oh, you thought this was a plot hole that Bukharati went to Ligilai Luka? Well, fuck you. Mista killed those two. Are you happy now, losers? <laughs> A Rocky out. <laughs> so you're saying that it wasn't the boss that killed Narancha. No. It was the it stone was... that put Narancha in the, in the no, fucking... No, it was Mista. Oh. The stone wouldn't have done it without Mista. Oh, you're right. <laughs> this episode retcons it. So Mista got Apakio and Narancha killed. These two episodes. It's, yeah. It's... It's a work of spiteful art that I have to respect. Like I can respect that actually. I, I can respect the amount of spite that went into this I, in a way that like has brought it around for me. I, I prefer more art if it was made via spite. Yeah. It's a real emotion that I can relate to. Well, it's a good thing that you're on a podcast talking about these two goddamn episodes because you know what this is? Entirely fueled by rage and spite. <laughs> All right, so after they have a little, like, I, I like the little boys conversation where it's like, do you think people taste good? I'm like, we're, we're eating me, so what are you <laughs> what talking about? What the fuck about? are you doing? It's just another fucking Pulp Fiction conversation, and yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. It's not bad. It, I, it gives these characters, like, it gives us more time with these characters, which I appreciate, and it's yeah. them doing their, their characters' dumb bullshit. It's another instance of uh, just the the seat. Like every time they're sitting down at a table together, they have a conversation like this. This is the third time it's happened in the in the part. Like yeah. we get you know we get I like one, it. The one where Fugo's trying to teach Naranja math. We get the one where uh, they're like drinking the uh, wine outside of. <laughs> Did you know vegetarians exist? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, Mister. And now we have. Now we have a conversation about cannibalism, and it's it's really just the kind of 
stupid conversation these characters would have. This is this is what seventeen year old men talk about. It's what thirty two. This sure. is the kind of thing we put at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> And the show loves to give us some whiplash because it immediately smash cuts back to the Mudas. It smash cuts back to the Mudas for five seconds and then immediately goes seconds. into the opening. <laughs> Why? <laughs> who's, who's, who, who's the editor in this fucking show? I don't know. They were to asleep be at the <laughs> it should be given shot and then promoted. Yeah, and it ends on a freeze frame before the opening. The free the freeze frame the last episode ended on. It's just like gold experience power posing as the boss <laughs> is punched into the sky with blood fountaining from him. Uh, angels. Yes. I swear to God, I have seen this pose in another anime. I like. One Piece? I don't know. But <laughs> uh, here's, a, here's a spoiler, Victor. They were probably referencing this Yes, scene. yes, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, this exact pose with, like, the, the character flying in the background. I swear to God, this is, like, imprinted in my brain from something. <laughs> I, I, I think so I know. y'all, yeah. we get to the opening again. We also get another updated opening. Yeah, we get Jorno version. Yes! We get the, the Giorno version. This is good. This it, is like, so fucking It's high. great, because it goes like normal, and then it does the um the King Crimson thing, where it does that like avoid st- uh, fast-forward time thing. Only, uh-huh. he gets behind Giorno, and everything starts rewinding, and he's like, whoa, what's happening? And the music starts going, like, really it's, it's kind of... kick and guitar solo, it's so crazy. Good. Yeah. And you oh, get, what? And then Jorno does the, the Dio pose. He does yeah, the he Shadow does the Dio pose. Yeah. He does the Shadow Dio pose. Can I fucking yell about this right now? Because they made it Dio's kid and it didn't matter at one point in the entire goddamn part. <laughs> You'd think Polnareff would have brought it up. <laughs> Not once. Not once. <laughs> He said Muda sometimes. We <laughs> didn't even see Koichi or Jotaro again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was literally just off. an excuse for Araki to have his main character say Muda, Muda. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. Uh, yep. That's okay. And He's probably on, a vampire, I guess, too. Like, I just... <laughs> Victor, I share your frustration. <laughs> yeah, but then we get to see him do the Shadow Dio pose. It's so good. Is it? <laughs> I mean, yes, objectively. I, I don't feel like we've really. I don't think he's really earned it. <laughs> it feels Araki, like Rocky spitting on our faces. Rocky does not earn his story beats. He <laughs> he forces them on you, and you like it. He's just like, no, this is what's happening now. As he stare. Oh, you don't like it? Well, Mista also killed Bukurani. Are, are you happy now? <laughs> oh. <sighs> I can do this all day, says Araki, killing off, making me to kill more characters. <laughs> We're lucky. Stone Ocean's gonna end with a flashback of like, and then Mista shot the stone again. <laughs> Avdold and, and Kakuyan's face come out of it. <laughs> oh god. Ah, <laughs> uh, and Iggy's. Don't forget Iggy's. Uh, no, Iggy, Iggy <laughs> sinned just enough that it was all for him. Araki <laughs> saves the dog desk for himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So anyways, uh, uh, Dio Volo gets away. Sure. Well, well, we, we, well, we still get to see the rest of the opening, where it's Golden Experience doing all the things. As it Requiem bursts out from inside of him. Like, like fourth a... form Frieza bursting from third form. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's more cell-like. Nah, cell it is more cell-like. It's, it's, he's he, more... Like, he's a, he's, yeah, he's more beetly. Uh, but... Cell doesn't shatter, does he? Yeah. Does he? Yeah. I have to rewatch him going from second to third. Edit from future me, who spiteful and looked it up. This is more like Frieza's third to fourth transformation. Cell doesn't shatter. I am super cool. Like a carapace at some point. He metamorphosizes. All right, yeah, sorry. So, yeah, um, Diavolo goes away, Grant. Yeah, <laughs> he, 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 he gets away. Um, uh, <laughs> Six in the water. He, it, it does, uh, it's not just gets away. It's Misa and Trish run up to congratulate Jorno on winning. And then Trish is like, where the fuck is the body? Where the f- <laughs> where's the body? We need to confirm the kill. Drake, good job. Where's the body? <laughs> 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 uh, but it turns out Diavolo's uh, washed downstream and is trying to get into the sewers. Sure, I, run away he's like, like I have just enough energy so, to crawl away from this. Is, is me still mortally wounded or not? Nah, he's good. <laughs> he's nah, fine. Nah, he's fine. Nah, switching <laughs> souls like really beefed him back up. Oh, it's okay. like a, it's like a health potion. Hey, you okay. this his first time taking six rounds to the chest. Look, 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 look. He got his stand back in the correct body, and all of that extra power that Requiem gave those stands, right? It had to go somewhere. So it went into healing him. Sure. Uh, bullshit. You know Rocky's already <laughs> forgotten about that ability. Mista was wounded? Oh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I didn't care about him anyway. All right. So, y'all. If this next scene were it... I'd actually have been very satisfied. Yeah, I, yeah. actually. <laughs> because it would have been just desserts, right? Like yeah, poetic justice. Yeah. He gets killed by, a, by, by an addict to the very drugs that he was pushing in his in his uh, cartel. A, his... a veritable ambulance. <laughs> Instead, what you're, we get. Sorry, you're right. A vehicle isn't the one that kills him. <laughs> 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 well, we can't have a truck can kill him yet. I, I like that the bit bossy is like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> it doesn't yeah, make so, any goddamn sense. So he's in, in he's in the sewer, and uh, some some homeless druggie stabs him, mm-hmm. and he's like, what's happening? I'm dying. I'm Diavolo. I can't. I can't die here. And the guy's like, fuck off. Don't get my jacket. It's a good <laughs> it's jacket. Like a, it's a good jacket. It's worth jacket. stabbing a dude to death. It's jacket. a really good jacket, y'all. <laughs> jacket guy MVP <laughs> kills the boss. Have you have you killed a JoJo villain? Obviously, you're less strong than a goddamn <laughs> homeless Look, heroin. Look, Florida addict. man here is the most powerful. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need a stand to kill a JoJo villain. He, he, yeah, he did what uh, all these stand users failed to do: kill Which the boss, was stab the boss. <laughs> he might have been a stand user for all we know. Yeah, I, he didn't look like it. Come yeah. on. Are you, his, have you seen his eyes? <laughs> he looks like a guy that Dio would bury in a wall to guard his fortress. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but he didn't I mean, kill him. This is weird frog proportions. <laughs> uh, what's uh, what's the stand name for his jacket? Um, Armani. 
<laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's, this is a bad question. It's I'll Doctor <laughs> It's Doctor Feelgood, Grant. Okay, sure. There you go. Okay, that's also good. It's take off your shirt and jacket or pants and jacket, whatever. <laughs> um, what follows is a scene uh, that makes me horribly uncomfortable. Uh, oh yeah. At this point, what did you think was happening? Did you think the boss had just died? Um. Okay, if I hadn't been waiting all of this time for Requiem to mean reincarnated stand loop thing. Uh, <laughs> because of Bebop and Rob Rocksteady. Yes. If I hadn't been waiting for that this entire series, um, what I would have believed here and that I thought about during this was that Requiem, Gold Experience Requiem had just cursed him to like experience unending torment even though his body had died and he was now powerless to do goddamn anything. Like, which uh, is kind of still exactly what happened. Yeah, not far <laughs> from the truth. <laughs> or is To be it? fair, I'm not exactly sure what the truth is. Uh, right. Yeah, I, neither I will, is Iraqi. Once we get through this, I'm going to lay it out for y'all. Oh, oh, Joey's it. got I, the I think, answers. I think I got it. I also yeah, think so, I have the answer. Ooh, ooh, we'll have like dueling theories. So Diavolo wakes up and he's on a metal table there's a woman in scrubs uh, about to do an autopsy. And he's like, wait, no, I'm still alive. Don't, <laughs> no, do it, no, do it. No. Uh, everybody's nightmare, yes. Yes, yes. this, this is, is terrifying. A literal nightmare. She's removing his liver, commenting on it, as he apparently can feel it. Looks like he died from a stab to the liver. There's no hesitations and no suicide. <laughs> why mm, would you continue? Healthy liver. Why would you continue doing a fucking autopsy? You have the cause of death. Court Already. ordered. Mm. Court ordered. But once you figure it out, you're good. They have I, to. They I... have to get other information, like a proper, you know, toxicology and stuff. I, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. It it cutting open the dead bodies for a living seems like a weird way to to make your money. Yeah. I don't know. I could do it. I couldn't. Fuck that. Yeah, I don't want. <laughs> no, <laughs> living bodies probably not. Dead bodies maybe. Uh, then she, no interest. Then she goes at him with the saw, and then he <laughs> yeah the saw. Uh, I want to say. <laughs> I want to say like. You know when you, like, die in a video game and, like, your character, like, spaces out a whole bunch of times? Uh-huh. Uh, that's Wasted. What, yeah, that's what happens to him. <laughs> and he, he wakes up in Rhapsody in Pink. Sure. Where he, just yeah. city, the pinkest cityscape imaginable. <laughs> the pinkest cityscape <laughs> ever. Yes, a, a real harsh blood moon going on. All lands are mountains. And... Green sky. <laughs> I like how he's like, was I dreaming? That felt really real. What's going on? <laughs> And then this guy is just like, hey, dude, are, are you okay? Like, you're on the ground. Like, do you, you need help? And he has so the tiniest, man. tiniest dog. And it was by, <laughs> just barking at Diavolo. And Diavolo was like, oh, fuck, it's happening again. This dog's going to kill this me. Do- this tiny dog is going to kill me. If only I had some sort of stand to protect me. <laughs> he falls in front of a car. He gets fucking wasted. Again, wasted. If he had fallen in front of a truck, I would be worried he'd be isekai. <laughs> he would have been Good thing it was just a car. <laughs> boss. Boss's isekai adventure. Be pretty... Sorry. Helped. I'm trapped in another world, but I'm the boss from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> Reason really hits different with Diavolo as the main character. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm trying to I imagine the show. scene, the, the scene from the opening of Konosuba where you know Aqua offers the the, <laughs> the choice. You know, it's like you can have one boon and it's Diavolo instead. Like I, <laughs> yes, for King the Crimson. Stand- right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, for the stand arrow. Ooh. <laughs> All right, so we cut back to um, God, Beast and Trish are dumb. Yeah, we cut back to them. Okay, I can't really, I can't really fault them here. Like, I listened to what Jorno said, and I (laughs) even got to see it in action, and it still makes no sense. (laughs) All right, I I didn't read this all the way, but uh, Uh there is an explanation. In the manga? Oh, oh. An explanation for what? Oh, we got oh no, wait. St- I, I can't read that because then, then I... Okay, you know what? Well, gold Experience Requiem Facts. Stand name. Gold Experience Requiem. Host, Giorno Giovanna. Destructive Force... All of the ratings are none. What the fuck? <laughs> he broke the scale. It's above rating. <laughs> Ability. A stand power that manifested when a stand was pierced with the arrow in bold and italics. Um, the strength of an attacker's will and actions will be reverted to zero. <laughs> Those who are struck by this power will have even their deaths reverted to zero and thus continuously die an infinite number of times. <laughs> that doesn't mean? make any more sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Or this return to yeah. zero even yeah. mean? We're going to ignore I, that. I got it. I got it. This right. is it. This Go is ahead. it. So uh-huh. something... Victor said the previous episode kind of got me thinking on this path. So, I don't think Gold Experience Requiem does any of that. Okay. (laughs) Ignore that. That's what Uh Jorno thinks it does, and it's not true. Okay. I think when the boss got stabbed by that scorpion, he got injected with a neurotoxin, and this is a Jacob's Ladder situation. Ah, okay. That's why Gold Experience was able to break all the rules, because it never actually happened. The boss is dying the second he He's got injected. He's just hallucinating all of it. This is Jorno's life-creating powers, able to create a, po- a toxin so potent that it put this boss in a state of near-death like this. Okay. Mm. Uh, that doesn't sound as bullshit as what Iraqi is laying out here for us. Oh yes, definitely. Sorry, this is not what Iraqi was intending. <laughs> I am trying for my own sanity to come up with an explanation that makes any sense. Uh, see, <laughs> I watched Hellraiser two the other day. Oh, uh, whoa, uh, big man! Over so there. I'm <laughs> under That's the how impression. We got badass. <laughs> I'm under the impression <laughs> that. Golden Experience <laughs> Requiem is basically a Cenobite, and he's torturing Diavolo for all eternity until <laughs> Diavolo himself becomes a Requiem. <laughs> okay, I like that too. Y'all accept that. Victor, Grant, you got anything? No, I, I've uh, decided to do what's the best for my health and to not think too hard Just about it. Just don't think about it. <laughs> look, You're right. Look, it didn't yeah, matter I, what... It didn't matter when it happened. It's not going to matter again. Look, I've been preaching it all the way up till now. I don't know about to change that. Like, this is really for your own safety is to not think too hard about it. What I will say, what I will say, uh-huh. is that what I predicted we were going to be this episode was Eternal Torment, nerds. So. <laughs> yeah. That was... Uh, Oh, yeah, like, what what um, Diavolo is going through is a fate worse than death. Oh, yeah, it's it is death. It's He's all the deaths. Lot. It's so many deaths. <laughs> it is a nightmarish thing that Jorno has done to this man. I, I which put is, this man in literal hell. I do believe we've made a joke about him being all of Bebop's and Rocksteady's throughout <laughs> history, and uh, that might be true. <laughs> Speaking <Yeah>. of. <laughs> 
<laughs> Speaking of, yeah, yeah, uh huh. We get to the flashback, <laughs> uh huh, and like, motherfucking, I wanted this to go somewhere, right? <laughs> like, yeah. even though I knew it wasn't going to, even though I knew we we were the the part was ending in one episode and we weren't going to get anything worthwhile out of this, when that fucking stone appears on Mista's chair. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's Diavolo. You... Diavolo is now back through time, just changing everything. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right, we're, we're skipping ahead a little bit on that, but I like where your mind's at, Victor. <laughs> I wanted this to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. You're skipping over the most important conversation ever had in this show. <laughs> Do humans taste good? Do humans you taste know, good? You know, like predators, they always taste very gamey. All the th- go- all the good meats that we eat are all herbivores. No, they're you know, not. like like chickens and like he uh, names cows. All pigs. of those, those are, are herbivores. Every single one of them. <laughs> like, <I know. laughs> so so humans, we eat meat, so we probably don't taste very good, right? So dumb. All right, all right, all right. So, in honor of the flashback, before we get too far. Victor, do you have a flashback of a music reference? No, that's not what we're doing this episode. Yeah, what? we're doing. No, we're talking about eating human meat, so we're doing cooking with JoJo. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. right. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> cooking with JoJo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our final cooking installment with of cooking human with JoJo. Meat. <laughs> so, what human concoction did you have for us, Joey? Um. I didn't. Human wasn't on the list. Was I supposed to kill and eat someone? <laughs> no, we recorded this months ago. You should all. It's not all it would have taken is to put on the ingredient list. Human. <laughs> I mean, it would have been like, oh, this is pretty good. Hey, where's Grant? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it, it would have made sense as a basket ingredient because we could have uh, in one of the baskets uh, based on Dia, we could have put a slice of bread and. <laughs> Yeah, you're I, right. I call it Mr. and Mrs. Timmerman Chili. It's <laughs> <laughs> I whip the tablecloth off and meatloaf's embedded in the table. <laughs> meatloaf again! again. <laughs> Alright, let's go. <laughs> to Now You're Cooking with JoJo. All right. thrilling finale. Yes. Ooh. So previously in our last three rounds, we had Joey make us dishes out of just terrible baskets for an appetizer and two entrees. And, you know, mm-hmm. for, we ended up with some uh, some good dishes, some interesting dishes. Uh, they you were know, all great. Fuck your you. mileage may vary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turns out this is a lot easier when you don't have 15 minutes to cook it. Yes, actually. Um, <laughs> and, you know, unlimited pantry. You can just go shopping if you need something. <laughs> like, yeah, if you fuck it up, you can do it again. <laughs> it's still fun, though. Uh, but it's dessert time. All right, this is the hardest round. It's always the hardest round, right? Uh, 
usually because they give you ten less minutes to do something that takes longer most of the time. Um, <laughs> bake a cake, and it's our final uh, opportunity for me to pull an audible and replace one of the basket no. ingredients with a whole DiGiorno pizza. Now, I get to pull the audible. And I've already <laughs> said I'm going to do it the dessert round. <laughs> well, it might be appropriate because uh, this is going to be the most desserty dessert basket you've ever seen. Oh boy! Right. <laughs> Hope you like whatever this is on top of a supreme DiGiorno pizza. All right. Actually, I want to ask you a question, Joey. Knowing all of the ingredients we've already given you, what are you expecting to see in this basket? Uh, melon, sugar, salt. Um, the question is, what's the callback food going to be? Because I'm sure it's got to be melon, sugar, and salt. I don't remember what else is left. Like, um, is milk dolce? What's dolce? Anyway, um, hmm. <laughs> I can't think of anything sweet they've eaten in the show. All right. Well, here we go. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Let's Surprise go. me. All right. Because salt and sugar are in the pantry are not in your basket. All right. Ooh. Okay. So, melon is yeah. correct. Yep. Malone's yeah. in this basket. Malone. Okay. Dimolto. Right. Thank you. All right. <laughs> We're also going to make you use a bucciolato cookie. I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, it's like a Fig Newton. But look okay. it up. It's not quite a Fig Newton. Uh, yeah, but you're not going to find it. So, just use Fig Newtons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, if you just want to use Fig Newtons, we'll allow this because, like, you're not going to be able to buy this pre-made anywhere. Unless you would like to just buy figs and make this yourself. Um, nope. Continue. <laughs> gelato. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your fourth ingredient from the season is panna cotta. Okay, yeah, the thing that you never make on chops. Yes. <laughs> it never <laughs> sets up. It never up. sets. <laughs> the blast chiller will not get it done in the 10 minutes you have allowed for it. No, it's not good. It, It's anyway. like the people in the back turn off your blast uh, chiller whenever <laughs> you put it in. <laughs> so it's our, it's our last shout out to our boy Fugo here. Uh-huh. All right. And your callback ingredient. Joey, I want you to think of Darby the Gambler for me. Do you remember the first thing that happens in Darby the Gambler? Are we, is this when Jotaro takes the um <laughs> the, the fruit drink? No, it's a, when they all show up at the bar. Drink? It's when they all show up at the bar and order four iced teas and just slam <laughs> yeah. those in unison. <laughs> yeah. So your last best ingredient Ooh. is iced tea. A scene Ooh. after my own heart. <laughs> Ooh, I know what I'm gonna make now. Actually, now that that thank you, the iced tea ties it all together. <laughs> really, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what you're gonna do with this, Joey. This looks because y'all are not. Y'all are not, like, you're not giving me any... Pr- it can be whatever tea, right? Tea is uh, broad. It, it has to be something that would be all right iced. So, like, yeah. normal sweet iced tea or unsweet black iced tea. Green tea would probably be okay. Uh, no, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm all doing. Right. I'm living the dream. I'm living the dream. We got this, y'all. <laughs> On a DiGiorno pizza. <laughs> just gonna sub out the bucciolato for the DiGiorno tea. Hope they'll like it. <laughs> Took a whole DiGiorno pizza, steeped it to perfection. Yeah, you chopped it up, put it in there, and steeped it. I only used the pepperoni bits. <laughs> Gotta steep all that grease out of it. Oh yeah, that's the good. That's where the that's, flavor. That's where all the flavor is. <laughs> okay, okay, let's let's do this. <laughs> Before you hurl. <laughs> Two thousand years later. Alright, we are back with our final round of judging for now you're cooking with JoJo. Culinary oh, yeah. enthusiasts, tell us 
what you've made. Alright, judges, I took the five ingredients you gave me. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to put air quotes around it. I, like, I could hear that. <laughs> Gelato, <laughs> panna cotta, Pucciolini cookies, iced tea, and mm, melon. melon. Yeah. Mm, all right. So what I did for you, judges, let me take you on a journey of the direction, the, the paths I have walked in pursuit of this dish. I decided to make panna cotta because it was that or gelato. Because if I mixed the two, it would just be nothing. <laughs> so I melted the gelato and made it into a panna cotta. But I did something else to it. I, you know, I added the gel. I melted it down, added the gelatin, and I steeped some black chai, chai tea into it for some iced tea chai panna cotta. Okay, I'm uh, on board. Yeah, yeah. You know, okay. melted the gelatin in. And it didn't quite set up properly, but it was mostly there. Classic chopped. My intention was to take the uh, fig filling from the Buccioletti cookies and make a nice fig sauce to go on top. And pickle some uh, melon to go on there too. But I had been cooking octopus for two and a half hours. So I just gave you panna cotta with melon and figs. Well, it looks How'd like the like time it, really got like... away from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 man, it's that clock, man. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but, but you did a good job pivoting. Yes. Uh, I, I feel like this so uh, panna cotta didn't really set up very well. It, enjoy my, my the finale to this meal. It probably Which could I use another, uh, another five minutes in the blast chiller. No amount of blast chilling was going to save this panna cotta. <laughs> uh, we, all, we all know this. We've all seen Chopped. No amount of blast chilling. <laughs> I'm convinced uh, the the production staff turned off the blast chilling <laughs> puts it in there. It only for panna cotta. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. For as sad as you've des- like described it, I actually very much enjoyed this dessert. <laughs> that was all right. Uh, I I thought the tea. I thought it was a good idea. Uh, it was a good idea. Honestly, the the tea panna cotta itself. Very good. Very flavorful. I loved it. Uh, um, the... I actually uh, kind of disagree. Like, I think it was a bit oversteeped. And so it ended up being a little bit tannity and bitter. Uh, At least for what's... my taste. Says the man who drinks black coffee. Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I made it out of ice cream, so I didn't want to understeep it, or it was just going to be an ice cream panna cotta. <laughs> Sorry, gelato. <laughs> uh, you know, we're we're in a record like heat going on right now, and I thought this was just a delightful it. Uh, you did put honeydew on this garbage, so uh, <laughs> many points off. How dare okay. you? Yeah. I don't know the difference between a cantaloupe and a honeydew. I thought I was buying a cantaloupe Wait, in what? my defense. Cantaloupe <laughs> have the ridges on the outside. Yeah, They're also labeled cantaloupe at the store. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I went to the international market. Nothing's labeled there. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. I... <laughs> You used to work in a grocery store. How do you not know the difference between a honeydew and a cantaloupe? When have I ever bought a honeydew or a cantaloupe? <laughs> this is the first to... time. No, the first you know time. No, I, I, I'm going to give this to Joey. I, I, I totally <laughs> sympathize with that. I, I cannot uh, remember the last time I personally bought a honeydew or cantaloupe. I've just never happened to me. Never life. bought a honeydew or a cantaloupe. I hate them both, but I know what the difference is. <laughs> 
That without opening them up, it's like a mystery. It's a surprise every <laughs> they time. They are completely different on the outside. Surprise <laughs> melon. I know, but hey, I don't Joe, know which Joe's is which. Like, the Joe's just like, a melon's a melon! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it, I think the melon paired very well with the chai tea manicotta. You're right. It didn't uh, matter yeah, which one it was. It, it was fine. It, it, it was didn't fine. have a strong enough flavor that it didn't really you, detract or it, it add, really. Mellow. My you, real it was mellow. My real issue here fine. was... It was a nice textural component. Yeah, my real issue here was I just... Uh, I could tell what the intent was. I can see what you were trying to do with the dish, but you really needed that fig sauce because the actual just whole fig on there, uh, really the textural component, it just did not blend with the dish well enough. It was a real mismatch. Fair. <laughs> Next yeah, time I won't to, cook an gonna, octopus for three hours before <laughs> making this. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with Victor on that one. And typically, a, a sauce would really, really would have tied the dish together. And typically when you serve melon, you're supposed to chill the melon. So, <laughs> yeah, but the the, the the panna cotta was already cold. So you should have warmed the melon. <laughs> <laughs> I should have warmed the melon. So the, right. the, the only thing worse than a, a honeydew is a warm honeydew. <laughs> <Hot> honeydew. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, judges. I will leave you to your d- deliberation. <laughs> will I get chopped? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, you're the only one. Long. You're the only person here. Yeah, you're well, competing no, no, against. He was a... being judged against a DiGiorno pizza. Exactly. <laughs> oh, thank no, you. You beat, the, you beat the DiGiorno pizza hardcore. <laughs> oh, I might be voted out for this because we do have no, free drinks. Well, let's no, break no. it down. Like, All four uh, dishes, I believe. Sir Judge Mutiny, <laughs> appetizer, uh, the home run, right? It's a giant, it's a giant cheese stick. Like, how can you not like that? Uh, yeah, I think. I think that was uh, honestly the best of the four dishes, if I'm going to be real. Uh, yeah, I I, I I have to agree. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't think you can find fault with it. Like, really, it was just incredible how good that dish was. And, like, oh, oh I forget what kind of meat he had. Uh, he, the meat wrapped around the cheese, uh, causing it to not explode in deep fryer, is just, like, food technology that needs to exist in this world. It does exist in this world. Uh, anyway... So, second course, all right, we have the Yurokonomiyaki, right? Yeah. That was probably my favorite thing we had. Really? Also, it was just so weird and interesting, but I was kind of like, I kind of liked it a lot. Uh, solid knock out of the park. I, 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 think I actually, The ramen burger, not good. Ramen uh, burger, not good. <laughs> but the like, Yurokonomiyaki, I, I, like, maybe I'm just like not remembering it as clearly but i think that's number three on my list i think i actually like mm. the the fried fish more than the yurokonomiyaki and i understand your mileage may vary uh yeah well I, I, i'm a sucker for euro and and while the texture on the euro meat wasn't uh exactly perfect i it still think the flavors are on point and the tzatziki uh sauce kind of, kind of tying it all together really worked for me uh, the only fault I had with that dish was not enough garlic. So, like, I got to tell you, uh, cheese stick, hero, ah, god damn it, I can't say it. Hero, no, fuck me. Yurokonomiyaki. Yurokonomiyaki. Nope, can't Oh, do you it. almost had it. You almost no, had it. You had it. No, you had it, man. No, it's impossible. Yurokonomiyaki. We're going to have to rebrand that at some point. No, we're not. Uh, no. <laughs> it, has, it has an awkward mouthfeel. How are people supposed to order off a menu? It's a wonderful mouthfeel. <laughs> like advertisements. Um. <laughs> no, don't give that away. TM, TM, TM. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, I'm on cheese stick, then the fried fish. Like, I don't even care about the rest of that dish. Just the fried tilapia wrapped <laughs> in prosciutto as a component outshines most of the things I've eaten in my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was well executed. I, I do not like fish, so it just didn't do anything for me. Uh, and then, and then, uh, and the, then dessert was, uh, yeah. oh, the dessert was, yeah. Dessert was fine. Yeah, the yeah. dessert was fine. It was unfinished. Yes. Um, I, I think all four were be- still better than a DiGiorno pizza, though. Absolutely. Yes. I would say the whole is better than a DiGiorno pizza. Uh, Joey, how do you feel about this experience? Ooh, uh, I feel pretty good about it overall. I will not do two dishes in the same day again. <laughs> that was too much, and it turns out chops a lot easier if you c- can plan ahead. Oh, yeah. It's also easier when you have more than 30 minutes for your entrees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking nuts. I can't I, make I had... breakfast in 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I had fun making this for everyone, and I think I, t- I had some good ideas here. I, you absolutely did. Yeah, I thought it was pretty fun. That's good. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. You actually kind of knocked it out of the park uh, as far as... Uh, the the presentation on things, just like making sure it was something that all of us could eat and every and like just, I enjoyed the hell out of this whole process. It was a lot of fun. Uh, did did this turn? Out, did all of my food turn out better than y'all were expecting? Yes. 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 <laughs> were you expecting disasters? I was At expecting least it. once. I was fully yeah. expecting disaster. One inedible thing. <laughs> I was expecting. I mean, and like the ramen burger is kind of the closest we got to that. But, uh, like, I was expecting you to, to try something and have it just not turn out at all the way you expected it to. I wasn't trying everything bagel ice cream this time, so. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we were also kind of uh, arranging the baskets in a way that uh, to avoid complete failure. Yeah, thanks yeah. for not putting the octopus in the dessert. That would have been bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we weren't going to eat that. Um. <laughs> we, we were kind of, like, tempering the baskets with the expectation of, oh, we have to eat these. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're like, rearranging ingredients. Like, uh, okay, let's keep the cheese away from the seafood. I just don't feel like doing that. Like, I did <laughs> Great. You know what would have made that seafood a lot better for you? What? Blue cheese. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whipped cream vodka. <laughs> avoid a That's how you do it. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Should have just put the everything bagel seasoning right into the breading. Well, thank you all for this opportunity to just... This culinary experience to send off window goldio. <laughs> are you still Are you still enthusiastic about the, uh, the culinary arts? Uh, yeah, I'd still describe myself as a culinary enthusiast. Yeah, oh good. Good, I'm glad we fun. didn't break you with this. <laughs> oh no, it takes a lot. <laughs> After the everything bagel ice cream, nothing could break me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Joey, when do we get the antidote? <laughs> what antidote, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> so how many cooking with JoJo's have you all eaten? Probably four. Uh, yeah, probably four? four. Yeah, I think it's four. Maybe less. That's Four's a bad answer. number, though. I skip right. all of our interstitials. 
<laughs> even the ones you were there <laughs> even though oh man those those i've listened to 80 times because i was trying to fix them from my idiocy but i never do uh, so yeah what do you think people taste good i hear we taste like pig uh, i i, think, I hear uh, our meat should be most analogous to pork but i don't know if i believe that uh, uh it, all i know is narancha probably tastes the tastiest narancha is delicious because he mostly he eats, eats vegetables and, and, and fruits almost exclusively no narancha, okay see like here's the thing right uh-huh. the the uh, misa's logic is flawed not only because those animals are omnivores it's because the diet it, it's about what they use their bodies for right it, it, the high fat content makes them taste good so and narancha has like zero percent body fat. Look at that. All boy. of them have negative percent body yeah. fat. It's actually like affecting their metabolism and brains. Yeah. I'm gonna go eat polpo. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Polpo, the I'm, other way. I'm, I'm gonna stew that bed, bitch. Get you some nice carne. Mm. <laughs> uh, Pesci, I don't think actually has meat no, for flesh. No, that's all spices off of his neck like he's a fucking piece of gyro. I know. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure Pesci is actually like a radish or something. He's been fatting Polpo up in an unethical way, like foie gras. <laughs> <laughs> it explains so much. No, he's got a he's really just in quarantine, baby. <laughs> Uh, who hasn't put in weight on in quarantine? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Bukarati comes in here. He's like, "Hey, y'all, y'all know we, Leaky Eye Luca?" And we should like, have had yeah, fuck Mary eat. Mm. No, I'm not doing. That. <laughs> <laughs> We're not tattling yeah. ourselves. We'll get on a list. <laughs> We're the, already on a list. The worse one than, than the ones for JoJo podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> We're already on like the early kill JoJo podcast. Take them away, boys. <laughs> Judge is going to take one look at that and be like, all right, maximum sentence. <laughs> May God have mercy on your souls. <laughs> You know they have a clean record, but they do do a JoJo podcast, and that's unforgivable. It's the type of thing you... Everyone stays away from you in the cell block when they find out. I don't know what happened. I just told them I got, did a JoJo podcast. Do you, do you want to listen to it? I put a lot of work into it. Gotcha. All right, so yeah, remember Leaky Eye Luca? No, yeah, I do actually. With his SPQR yeah. shovel, and uh, you remember yeah, like how Jono's how... power made it so that when you attacked his animals, the damage was reflected. Nope, we don't remember. Yeah, that, that sounds fake. <laughs> That's not a real thing, Victor. <laughs> I like that uh, Butrai is like, yeah, well, he's dead, and then everybody's like, yeah, fuck that yeah, guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> he's he so drunk to the kids. Karani's like, you're not, you're right, but you shouldn't say it. <laughs> it's true, but he shouldn't say it. <laughs> you're not wrong, but you can't say that. <laughs> no, Popo says we gotta go investigate, and Popo's in charge for now. <laughs> Bukarati looks around the table and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna put my best man on this. Me, me, and yeah, me." <laughs> and Abakio is like, "Look." 
come on, you're about to be a capo here. Like, you, this is beneath you. And he's like, no, no, no. I'll also, my stand would just solve the problem. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, you're in timeout, Abakio. You know what you did. <laughs> you keep peeing in our cups. Is it made somebody cups. drink piss tea again? <laughs> you keep peeing in the tea. It's not a funny joke. Nobody likes it. We all see you do it. We're not going to drink it. I can't keep doing this, Abakio. <laughs> It's unsanitary. I can't stop. <laughs> Look, I know Polpo's into it, but I'm not. <laughs> no, Polpo's not into it. He just never notices. <laughs> Fuck you, my boy. Where do you keep getting this delightful beverage? It's, it's so fresh and warm. <laughs> oh, but it has a certain uh, flavor I can't place, but strangely nostalgic. <laughs> It's piquant. It's perfect for such a, re- a refined palate such as myself. It's, it's got a, a strong nose, but it goes down very smoothly. Fuck. <laughs> I can't tell if we're like doing Pulpo a disservice or exactly the service he deserved. I, I think we may not be doing enough of a disservice to him. <laughs> um, all I know is he doesn't deserve better. <laughs> That's for Dasher. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are y'all ready to meet Eggman? <laughs> this, this, this flower shop man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's a, a flower shop guy who showed up to talk to Bucciarati. I um, love how regal Bucciarati looks throughout this entire sequence. Yeah. This entire scene, all I'm thinking like, is, it should have been him. It should have <laughs> been Giorno. It should have been him. Oh. <laughs> God, he just exudes yeah. power the whole time. I know. It's so powerful. And he's like, uh, uh, answer me this, sir. Do you pay your taxes on time? <laughs> Do you? And the guy's like, well, uh, you. You, yeah, of course. Uh, you should get the fuck out of here then. <laughs> this what is no you? place for an honest man like you. There's if you no, pay your taxes no on time, you. if you if you tithe to the government properly, then go talk to the police. All right. If you tell start telling me your story, you're going to be in more debt to the organization than you could possibly fucking imagine. So get out of here. Rad as fuck. What a good goddamn speech. This is Love a good him. mafia scene, unlike every other scene we've gotten. <laughs> like, thanks, Araki. You know, you proved you could do it. We're not sure why you didn't before and now. I, I, like I said, this is wildly the best written sequence like, <laughs> so of the entire part. I don't get it. Why is it here? <laughs> why is it here? Why it, is it after we've defeated the boss? It could, I would have watched a season of this. <laughs> it, could have, it could have been parsed out throughout the whole part. It would have like lent power to the reveal at the end when we're like we're like, why is this flashback like keep like keep coming back? And then I and yet and yet it is here. <laughs> Tim, is this in the same spot in the manga? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Of course it is. Why would, like... <laughs> I, like the, But David Productions, for the purposes of the show formatting, moved other shit around, moved flashbacks around. Why couldn't they have moved this one and fixed the goddamn show? <laughs> they, they, did, they took some liberties in, like, Diamond is Unbreakable, those scenes with the hands with Kira before he's introduced. Not those there. Those were to the mug. Yeah. Th- no, this, this was part of the vision. <laughs> I don't know. Like... When I got to the end of Golden Wind, like, there's a bunch of, like, f- 
dude bros online defending like de- defending where this is and i'm just like this is dumb this is really stupid and i don't like it and they're like no you don't understand and i was just like nah, you don't understand oh, it was tim's turn to hold a grudge on the internet I, i'm yeah. all, i'm always holding a grudge on the internet <laughs> yeah let the hate th- flow through you. I make a JoJo podcast. I have so much hate in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> what God, is it I... about Iraqi that just does this? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> and why do I love it so much? <laughs> why, why can he have these moments that are some of the worst, like, storytelling and narrative craft that could possibly exist like like taking narrative power to new lows like unheard of historical lows and yet the rest of the show is so batshit insane that you still just roll with it like it's just so compelling still this is Araki has clearly left any charted course, left the graph, but it was still a straight line from where he started. We just never thought it would go this far. Like, <laughs> like you can see, like, this is a straight line from the beginning, I think. This is not, like, unexpected. It's The only thing unexpected about it is that you just, you know, it just keeps going. Wow. <laughs> it just keeps going. It just keeps going. <laughs> it's like, by the time you get here... Your expectations have already been worn down to a point where it's not that big of a shot. No. But then you look back and you realize that it's you only dropped 10 centimeters because you were already at negative 40 kilometers. Like, no. <laughs> no. Look, well, I like to think as we've jumped the shark a long time ago. We've already entered orbit and we've left orbit and we're passing by the moon. <laughs> But he he just swerves wildly, like, oh, that was really good. It, like, gives you the narrative bends when it goes from, like, (laughs) (laughs) narrative bends. That's so good. Oh, no. (laughs) And it's the same thing he did where he goes straight from Caesar's heartbreaking death to... When he goes straight from Jotaro delivering one of the like one of the greatest stand fights in the universe to bringing Joseph Joestar back from the dead, like, he just needs his blood back. No, I will defend that one. That one was amazing. Oh. <laughs> from Iggy's t- heartbreaking death to Bulldog getting clowned on on a staircase <laughs> and Nukasaku. <laughs> <laughs> from just like this ridiculous <laughs> fight with Kira to him getting run over by an ambulance like in the most anticlimactic death possible like I in the boss like that fight with the boss sold me in the end we went straight from Requiem causing unstable mutations in everyone <laughs> that final scene with the boss with Jordo getting the arrow and then post shadowing <laughs> nope. There's too much carbon dioxide in my literary blood right now. <laughs> Isn't it nitrogen? <laughs> Whatever. Oh. I don't care. Alright. Oh. Oh, my throat hurts. I'm, I'm, la- I'm laughing too hard. My throat hurts. <laughs> gonna describe oh. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure as literary. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, this florist is here. He's here because his daughter is dead. Yeah, and his daughter died because she was dating a, a sculptor. Yeah, and like he never got to meet the <laughs> Shadow sculptor. Shadow sculptor. Uh, 
And evidently, did she uh, fell off a building holding a a carved rock? Yep. Yeah. And he thinks that the sculptor is to blame for this, and it wants to pay Bucciarati a shit ton of money in order to kill him or rough this, him up. This this yeah. rock is so powerful that it's visible to law enforcement. Yeah. Yeah. I. I love how lax they were about stands at the very start of this series. <laughs> I, saw, I saw this. I'm like, oh, they they are no, they have no stand protocols, do they? <laughs> Bukharati does the good gangster thing where he's like, we'll look into this. We're not assassins, but we'll see. We'll get to the bottom of this. And if he was like, we'll, make he, him talk. we'll put a Toyota in his sprite. <laughs> what don't, don't worry, worry about, about it, it. <laughs> but it like we'll rough him up we'll make him talk and then that's it that's All it. right and if and if nothing happened keep your money and the guy's like so gratefully kisses like falls to his knees in front of bukarati and again it should have been him. it should have been him <laughs> he was he's the mafioso we deserved and he's like, all right, y'all, I'm going to take care of this leaky eye Luca situation. So who do I want to go solve this mystery? A man with a gun. Eeny, meeny, miny, mister, you seem perfect for it. Uh, I, I was going to send Fugo, but I didn't want a war crime. Okay, okay. Mista is actually the correct answer here, all right? Uh, oh, okay. oh, really? It's not a Bacchio? He wants to send a thug, all right? Yeah. yeah. He can't send Naranja because Naranja will not remember anything he makes the guy say. <laughs> Naranja <laughs> will stab him to death. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fugo is not going to actually be able to make him talk. Yeah. Correct. He's not smart enough. And uh, I think Abaki is going to half-ass this job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he just has to use a stand. <laughs> no, Abakio will no. get drunk on the way there. No, I feel like, already drunk. <laughs> I feel like Misa is the right thug for this situation. I, Moody Blues just solves the mystery. No, but this feels right in my soul. I guess. It's not about solving the mystery. <laughs> it's about breaking some kneecaps, okay? <laughs> Better yet, use the buddy system, guy. I know. <laughs> like, they just leave the other dude at the restaurant. <laughs> it's, all right. So okay. finish your fettuccine. So it's, it's like is is our like I have to believe that Abakio is on timeout or something, right? Like, I know, yeah. yes. <laughs> Mister gets up out of his seat, and then the stand rock takes his place, <laughs> and nobody's like, "Oh, that's a stand rock, guys." Yeah, and then it gives like, him a tattoo on his finger, and it's like no. not a stand rock. Well, guys. That, that was weird. Yeah, that was weird and doesn't make any sense and doesn't apply to any. This is a Two episode arc where something happens that makes no sense and has nothing to do with anything. I think like, you mean one point yeah. five episode arc. <laughs> like it's not like a rocky like it, it like this was probably one chapter in the manga. Like I don't understand. We've already established uh, Rocky does not like three. A <laughs> Rocky does not plan one panel in advance. Uh, <laughs> I, I I do want to point out. I grabbed the manga panel, and uh, I want y'all to see why. Like, if y'all can figure out why I grabbed it, okay. Uh, go ahead. It's the last one I po- I posted. 
Is it because Kakuin's <laughs> in it? Why is it's ve- He very clearly <laughs> drew Frugo as Kakuin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not just a little bit Kakuin. He's very the clearly is Frugo, very but he is Kakuin. He's got the, cheese, the Swiss cheese outfit, but that is Kakuin's hair and head. Like... <laughs> It has the eye scars. <laughs> it has the eye scars. Oh no! This is just Iraq. You didn't even want to acknowledge Fugo in the flashback. The part of Fugo will be played by Noriaki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, quite frankly, I think his performance is better than the original. <laughs> I love that he puts Fugo back in here again to only give him nothing to do. He has like yeah. one line. Yeah, I know. He's just he drives the, the goddamn car. car. That's it. And, and meanwhile, we're being harried by this stone. Like this stone just kind of like uh, menaces you from a corner. Misa <laughs> acts in a way that is absolutely inexplicable this whole time. Like he touches the yeah. stone and it gives him this weird rupture in his hand that like makes words. And then he doesn't mention this anyway. Nope. <laughs> yeah. oh, that'd be the first thing I mentioned. It was like, "Hey, Butcherati, I just saw some weird shit." Yeah, like it's like I think we I think we're under attack by an enemy stand. Like that's the first words out of my mouth, right? Like, <laughs> I Maybe think, this is where they learn the lesson that causes them to beat the shit out of some I, people later. I love how Abakio thinks the stone was there all along. It just moved from the pedestal. He's like, hey, put that stone back in the pedestal while you're yeah, here. Okay, you're that's up. why Abakio's not going on this mission. He's very clearly already drunk. He's like very he, is, clearly. he has three I, bottles of wine in. And <laughs> I think he's just gaslighting Mista. Like, where to go, Mista? Dropped your rock again. <laughs> He's just like, did I? Yeah, idiot. <laughs> uh, I love, I love that Mister gets a uh, picture of the sculptor, and you can only see his hair, and it's very clearly a stand user. There's oh, like yeah. eighty clips in it. His, his hair goes from like a he braid has... on the top into a, a thorns on the back. He has a he has a tiara of thorns here. <laughs> And you're like, damn! I have I've only seen one per one like tenth of this per- person, and it's already so clear. <laughs> it's, re- it's remarkable how little you need to see to know there's Dangies. What really gets me is like he hands up this picture. He's covering up the face with this other like piece of paper that we don't get an explanation for, right? It's probably uh, an address or some shit. Uh, like, but. Why did Iraqi feel the need to cover up his face? <laughs> you can't know he's a stand user. Spoilers! <laughs> uh, I, I think, if I had to guess, I think we're supposed to think this is the boss. What? Because, well, uh, see, we, the yeah, boyfriend was Shadow. Know. The boyfriend was in Shadow, actually, and looked a little similar to Giovanni. Oh. Yeah, no. but, Giovanni. yeah, but you showed us his hair. I know, but, like, in the manga, it wouldn't be in color. If if we were supposed to think this was the boss, then Iraqi did a fucking terrible job at it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like it. Sorry. <laughs> this is me being as charitable as possible to uh, Yeah. Our, I never like, for once felt like this was supposed to like fake us towards thinking it's the boss. Yeah, I never so. once did that thought cross my mind. Yeah, I, I think that means Iraqi failed, but we love him anyway, right? Sure, why not? Uh, I love everything. Yes. I love this show. I'm not sure I can ever say I love a Rocky. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Again, we're ducking on it, but goddamn, like we are a hundred and fifty something episodes into a podcast. Yeah, there is nothing but love and hate in our hearts. <laughs> Look, there. Uh, to be fair, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is a show where you can do this, right? Where you can have a hundred and fifty episode podcast because every episode gives you so much content. <laughs> I just, so much to talk about. So much to. It's like, could you imagine trying to do an episode by episode watch through of One Piece? Like some of the episodes would be ten minutes long. I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think you could do it for One Piece yeah. as much as I love it. <laughs> so Fugo is like, "Hey, jackass, get in the car, Mista." And Mista is like, "Hold on, I'm staring at this rock." Hello, <laughs> one sec. I like rocks now. <laughs> All about those rocks. And he doesn't like. He's still his stand senses are just not tingling yet. <laughs> but he's just so like perplexed right now because this rock keeps falling. And he's in the car with Butchrati and Fugo, and he's like. Something doesn't seem right about this There story. are so What's many What's the deal rocks. with this rock again? She was holding a rock, right? When she died, should, like, should how we have asked more about what did this it rock? look like? <laughs> yeah. See, what kind of rock? What did it look Fug- like? Fugo I get, like, being oblivious, but Bukarati should have picked something up here. Yeah. I, I guess he's just too devastated by the loss of Leaky Eye Luka. <laughs> he's still working his way through it. Well, I mean, Bukarati is just like, this. Is, I have delegated this, I am thinking about the thing I'm going to go do, and he is just not listening to me. So, like, <laughs> let's, let's take the assumption, I, I'm, uh-huh. I'm going to ask for a lot here, let's take the yeah. assumption that Bukarati assumes that stands are only in Passion. Because he has no information that they're not. I mean, he literally ten seconds later he goes, I heard a rumor there are stand users gathering in the stand for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Christ, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally like the next line as he steps out of it. He's like, you know what? I think there's stand users about. I'm not gonna explain why I think that. Let me go. <laughs> I'm gonna go these. I'm gonna go lick some bitches about it. <laughs> <laughs> God, I just we- love when Mista gets out of the car. And Fugo's like, are you sure this is a good idea for him to go alone? And uh, is like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to. <laughs> you're, right, yeah, you're right. I should probably go. I'm going to stay alone in the car. Uh, yeah. Uh, if anything bad happens to Fugo, he will just gas the neighborhood. It'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'll be fine. Um, Fugo will not die alone. But yeah, we, like, we, even get, we even get Misa being like, pull the goddamn car over. <laughs> and then it's just just a, a regular orb sculpture formation regularly occurring along this road. Like, There's a lot of orbs in Italy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Very orb-centric orb society. Yeah, it's the land of orbs. That's what they say. It says, it says it on all the postcards. Italy, we like orbs. Orbs are rad. They are kind of rad. <laughs> I really like uh, Mister heading to the elevator because this is the dumbest scene that I've ever seen. I I love the elevator. So dumb about it. uh, The elevator opening up to the rock like it's some sort of horror device. (laughs) It's just a rock. Just a rock, and he shoots the fuck out of that rock. But oh no! Now it looks like Bukarati. And then the episode ends because we went credits over this instead yeah. of the end date. <laughs> so we didn't see get the little pixie of the stand user. Yeah, yeah, and uh, guess what? Uh, it's just a stand user looking motherfucker. We didn't is. need to cover yep. his face because we revealed it not ten minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> We're learning how to foreshadow again, Victor. 
<laughs> it's what? baby steps. <laughs> this is foreshadowing within the post-shadowing. Yeah. No, it isn't. We didn't foreshadow shit. <laughs> So, Victor, how'd you like the episode? <laughs> this episode's terrible. <laughs> All right, These last you... two episodes are a fucking crime against, like, entertainment. I... <laughs> but how do you like the first the first episode that's only half of an episode, and then yeah. the second episode that's it only half It was really just, like, should have been tacked on to the other end of the, epi- the, the previous episode. It's, like, ten seconds, and then it's the boss trapped in Requiem. <laughs> Sorry, uh, boss trapped in a Jacob's ladder hallucination from a scorpion bite. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm uh, I'm angry about this episode. Angry because I like a lot of what it's doing, but I'm so fucking upset that it's right here. It could have been used so well had it not occurred at the end of the the part. Like if this had occurred, like, it, say we get 39 episodes through Golden Wind, and these are th- episodes 38 and 39. You know what doesn't make me mad? Is if we actually use this to launch into something that continues this part for another 20 episodes. That doesn't make me mad. But we don't. <laughs> it's just to retcon it so Mies is the bad guy. <laughs> I don't know. I This is just so bad but i love it it's like it's, it's, it's like bad. you know when you have you had a loose tooth and it would hurt when you like put your tongue against it but it was like a good pain and you kept doing it yeah oh, i still get that it. feeling from things all the time bruises yeah. and strains and yeah yeah that's what this feels like to me it's just <laughs> a good, I, there's a some, good old jojo scab that you have to rip off so powerful <laughs> it's a, that a, I a don't hangnail even... you know you shouldn't pick at it but you keep picking at it anyway <laughs> i know it it's the intensity of the emotion this brings out in a way that, like, I'm mad at the art and with the art. You know what? You're right. Like, I, I rarely feel this moved by a piece of media. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I've got this, like, weird oncoming headache that I'm sure is becoming a JoJo tumor. <laughs> well... <laughs> Not a way to go, Tim. It's what you would have wanted. Worth it. Not not till Stone shows out. Jojo, it's fucking terminal. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's got a Jojo podcast. It's terminal. <laughs> it's okay. They'll never arrive at the truth of their death. <laughs> oh. Hey, where can we find everyone? Thank you all for watching. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Los Grantalinus. That's Los underscore Grantalinus. You can find me, Tim, at Big Blue Zam. We'll be posting just fucking garbage. Just fucking bullshit. <laughs> the literal worst. The literal worst. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at TF Waffleman, where I'll be posting prophecies about the the 2012 <laughs> election or something uh, <laughs> post shadowing trump's loss and someone made a tardy nostradamus twitter feed where <laughs> <laughs> they're predicting things that happened 10 years ago i'm just gonna be i'm just going to be reacting to like uh david bowie's death or something i yeah. uh, <laughs> The only thing anyway, you, the only thing you read vlog is just Internet Explorer memes. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, you can find the podcast on Twitter at Joestar All Stars, where hey, we will also be <laughs> tweeting episodes that are like three weeks out of date. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> called out. <laughs> it's funny though. Uh, you can get your episodes in your usual places: Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Joestar All Stars. Fireside.fm. If for some reason you want to contact us, feel free to send anything at all to joestarallstars at gmail.com. Uh, or you can visit us at the official unofficial Discord server set up by Dune. It's pinned on Twitter. Um, we appreciate each and every one of you who has just sat through these episodes with us and put up with our just relentless bullying of JoJo. And if you like it, relentless bullying. They're bullying us. I know. <laughs> it's a mutual bully situation. You know, leave a five star review. If you tell a friend, Stone Ocean's coming up. We're going to be Woo! doing coming it. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I, I got to tell you. I got to tell you. I'm glad we are launching straight from this into Stone Ocean. We're not going to have a single oh. week of downtime because I need to go straight into Stone Ocean after this garbage. Be a palate cleanser. Oh, you're I need to start something that is going to go somewhere. Like <laughs> you're putting a lot of faith on Stone Ocean. I know. I know. I'm going to have at least twelve episodes. It's got to do something. Jotaro's going to be in it. It jo- can't be that bad. Jojo always does something that makes you feel something. Uh, it's art. It's art. Art. <laughs> Iraqi's ideas were too revolutionary for like literary mediums. Only <laughs> as a mangaka can he truly show things like post shadowing and bring them to the world. <laughs> it's like he took all of the wrong lessons from Pulp Fiction. Actually, now that I think about this, no, I am just convinced he doesn't have an editor at this point. Are we, are we sure this isn't a producer's situation where he's trying to get fired? But it's just—it's actually better than his normal work. <laughs> it's like I, I keep trying to make the worst manga possible out of JoJo, so they'll let me start a different story, like Pink Dark Boy. But they <laughs> keep liking it. People they just go crazy it. for it. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, really, this whole season felt like a Rocky just staring into her eyes and just saying, fuck you. <laughs> and I'm here hey, for it. fuck you. <laughs> yes. It only makes but, like, in a more. way, I really appreciate it. <laughs> Who isn't into a little mangaka degradation? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in an abusive relationship with my mangaka. <laughs> Sorry, help. I've been transported to another world now. I'm an abusive relationship with my mangaka. <laughs> there you go. You found it. <laughs> also, I that light also. novel. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, this is just Star All Stars signing out for all of you. I, the ending to part six starts. <laughs> ending to part six? Part five, whatever. I, I can't. The ending to Golden Witness. <laughs> Time loop, Requiem. Cannibal. Eternal Torment. Cannibal Eternal Torment nerds out there. Say goodbye, JoJo. Goodbye, JoJo. Okay, here, here, here we go. Quick premise. All right, we all know Muppet Christmas Carol is the best Christmas Carol. If you had to pick any other property to do Christmas Carol, what would you pick? 
Like oh. I liked the Days of Future Cat or Days of Christmas Future Past. <laughs> yeah, X Men Christmas Carol. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then who would be what? I mean, Patrick, uh, Patrick Stewart obviously is screwed that, again. That's too easy. That's too obvious. You have to have like Cyclops be it, and it has to be like how Cyclops become a comes a less terrible person. No, <laughs> it should it should be Wolverine, but he doesn't give a fuck the lesson he's trying he to be taught. Learn <laughs> he doesn't learn anything by the end. Like the Ghost of Christmas Future doesn't show a grave because he's still alive. <laughs> he he's also in the graveyard, just like oh, who's buried there? It still says Wolverine. No, future Wolverine gangs up with past. Wolverine to kill the ghost of Christmas future. Yeah! <laughs> Take that, bub. It's just like Age of Ultron. <laughs> Two Wolverines walk into a forest. One comes back out. Uh, yeah, okay, we found it. Solved it. Yeah. I mean, we the only the other world. property I could think of would be uh, a Spider-Man. It's just a Spider-Verse. Just a Spider-Verse? <laughs> It's just a Spider-Verse sequel, but for, for Christmas. There's just It's all the other Spider-Men helping Peter. Is it Norman Osborn who's going through it? And it's Spider-Men helping him? The oh, ghost no. of spider No, no it's J. Jonah Jameson. It's J. Jonah Jameson, obviously. <laughs> no, J. Jonah it's Jameson Spider-Man is trying obviously to teach. Robert Marley. And, and they're not ghosts. It's just Spider-Men fucking it's just with Spider-Man. them all day. Trying to teach him the, 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 the joys of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> 